You've been asking for years. You ready to give up on your faith? I've been asking you to help me with this for years, God. He don't care. Oh, this is clear. Well, what should I do if he don't care? He don't care about that. He cares about you. Let me help. Let me use uh, Whitney again as another example. No, please don't, Pastor. No, let me use, let me use Whitney as, as an example. Whitney put her request in. She said, pray, Pastor. I'm not going to reveal what she said. She kind of, you know, because that's her business. But she's got a certain request about how she likes things to go down. Let me say something that's not cruel. It's something that we need to understand. His agenda is her. His agenda is the baby. His agenda ain't our request. He does what's needed, what's necessary, what's best. He don't necessarily take requests. That makes sense, Anise? So that's what we need to begin to understand, but so many of us can't get past the requests. So we'll be like, Lord, um, you know, I want a full pedicure while the baby is coming. I want a, a saltwater birth. You know, I want uh, crystals and humming to go on. <laughs> and, the, and the Holy Ghost is just saying, you just gonna, you're going to receive a healthy child. Just be grateful. It's going to get here in the back of a truck on 83 with J Jordan racing to turn around from a gig that you decided at the last minute to go because you wanted to be around your husband. You know, just so happens somebody who stopped to see what's going on, little old crinkled up white lady that used to be a nurse, is going to help y'all out and everybody going to be happy in the long run. If we heard what God had in store for our requests, mm -hmm. we'd run to Alaska, some of us. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling y'all, he only concerned about what his agenda is. Mm -hmm. He not, I, this is helping somebody. Yeah. He, I'm telling y'all, you don't have to believe me. Mm -hmm. You can shoot the share. We said we're going to stop saying don't shoot the share there, uh, there's in 2020. Go ahead and try to shoot at the share. It ain't going to change nothing. I'm telling y'all what I know from the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. He is not about what you want. Right. That's one of the reasons why some of y'all on y'all way out of y'all mind and back and then back out again. Because he don't care. Somebody got to love y'all enough to say, he don't care. Mm -hmm. If he got greater for you mm -hmm. than what you have for yourself, why would he belabor the point of what you want for yourself when he got greater? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Secretary. Let that thing, you know, come alive in your Glory. spirit. Amen. Amen. This is a word. Yes, it is. Now he got greater. I haven't seen or ever heard anything in the house, man. Things got to be So he got greater for you. And you like, you somewhere in public subsidized housing. Now he know people that's on sub public subsidized housing, but he got greater for you. And you like, well, all I if I can just get the roaches out and if I can just not saying that there's all roaches in public subsidized housing. Mm -hmm. You know, you gotta give these disclosures because we live a lifestyle that follows what's online and not oh, right. just being bold. Right. Alright, so you're in public subsidized housing and he got greater for you. You got a mansion on the hill. Why you're here even before you get to glory. Mm -hmm. Because he wants to use that wealth and everything as a testimony. You come from here to here and inspire other people. You telling him, I just, I'm happy where I am. I, I know my neighbors. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've been here long enough where I'm grandfathered in. The gangs don't mess with me. Wow. If I can just get a little bit of paint and an uh, a, a 8K TV. Mm -hmm. Look at how we limit God. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm satisfied, you know. I mean, you know, I'd, I'd like to have a basement to turn it into a man cave one day. But, you know, I don't. Look at look at how satisfied you are. So how much you think he listening to you when his plan for you is greater than what you even see for yourself? He ain't interested. We, the enemy got us frustrated because we're praying. You never go get that prayer answered. It's not his will. But daggone. Somebody need to tell you. It's 2020. Right. Lord. 
Look at this bargain. I'll do your will. I mean, I'll do your will. It's just that, you know, I'm a, uh, I can't get rid of this cough. It's three weeks and it's starting making me a little anxious. Mm. Mm. I was so mad at my brother. He my brother too. I claimed him. Some people have questioned me. Like, you and Scott friends? Like, that's my friend. I don't have that many yes, friends. Right. That's my friend. Right. I'm like, he done said a lot of stuff. That man had the nerve. I was in the middle of my anxiety clinically. He was like, I'm going... I'm praying that you don't come out of this until you see. He did say it. I, if I wasn't so anxious when he was saying it, I'd have cocked back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't come out of it until I saw. My God. Y'all, what are you, why are you wasting your time? Mm. Do this here for me. No. I'm going to do this here for you. I'm not doing that. Unlike us. We can't rob, rape, finagle, finesse him to get him on board with what we want him to do. He said and fixed with what his will is. You're not getting your will. The enemy is working both sides, so the enemy is causing it to transfer to the point that this relationship ain't working. No, it ain't working because it's lifestyle. It's only one side. He needs to be on your side. You're not on his. Mm -hmm. We get the point, Pastor. That's redundant. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to drive it in because we need to leave from the lifestyle. Leave the style and make it a life. Yes, God. Because one day you're going to wake up and you're going to find yourself in some semblance of it's going to feel like it's alone, but it's just time for you to act. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Even the loss of our brother is in his will. Yes. Because in whatever position it yes. puts immediate family and even us, yes. it causes us to now have to accommodate for where right. we pay tribute to my brother Tim on Wednesday and said, Green, get up. Don't even sit in the chair. Yes. But you know what? We can't do that moving forward right. because somebody else is supposed to sit in that chair. Yes. Mm. We think the most high plays gotcha. Told you I was going to punish you. Wow. I'm getting ready to get to something that reminds us of a message of like, I think two years ago. Mm. That is really going to cause y'all to be blessed by what we're saying if your mind is open. But right now I'm still on this second class citizenship mm. that we put the creator in. Mm. How about y'all that only call on them when you're in trouble? Oh, it's quiet, Holy Spirit. The overall point of solution. What makes the average individual's relationships endearing? Meaning that it's dear to your very heart. Meaning that it's covenant. That's what endearing means. When someone is endearing, it's more than just enduring. Through suffering, the parameters of how dear they are to you don't change. Y'all here? Yes. What makes the average individual's relationships endearing? The answer is the parent-to-child dynamic. Here we go. Okay. You would be hard-pressed to find a bond here on earth that is of similar devotion and level of blind commitment. All right. I ain't talking to y'all that had abusive parents. Yeah. All right. Hurt people hurt people. Right. 
Right. Yes. That's not an excuse. Right. That's a dynamic that causes a person to be so self-serving. Mm. Let me tell you something. It's a terrible thing to be self-serving, locked in selfishness, blind mm. to your radius and your perimeter. But somehow through muscle memory, you're still doing stuff that you wouldn't even suggest if you were rational and conscious. Wow. If you're broken, why are you having relations to bring a child into this world? Yeah. I mean, you jacked up. People do it because they're not, right. they're not conscious and, and rational of what's really going on. You get into a conversation and the whole conversation, no matter who you run into, whether it's your doctor or whether it's uh, the unbeknownst, just I'm praying for the person that you scan next to you. <laughs> wasn't even they designed. They didn't get up that morning. They wasn't trying to check their chips out to start hearing all about what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. Folk got their own problems. But somehow, <laughs> I've met some people, y'all think I'm long with it. I've met some people that have caused me to have to pray for a headache just talking to them after 90 seconds. Like, how you tell your whole life story to me in 90 seconds? Mm. <laughs> how did you manage to, in, 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 to burden me down in such a short period of time? And, da -da 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 and I'm having a bad day. It's funny that you ask. And I'm like, ain't, ain't that much time even passed? Wow. And I either need prayer or a drink or both. <laughs> yeah, it's all about you. Because something and somebody helped to break you. Mm. You haven't invested in fixing. That's one of the greatest things that the enemy suggests. That's what's wrong with the world. Stuff is broken. And then TV and the internet is telling you, this is you. This wasn't you. Well, it wasn't you before somebody ran over, the, ran over you with a car and didn't say, I'm sorry. Mm. Didn't stop to see if you was all right. Mm. Let me tell y'all how I ended mm. 2018. Assisted a woman that got hit and run on Chestnut Street that died and they never found the person that hit and run. Wow. And it happened so quick, it was in rain. I was at the corner of Third and Chestnut and heard a sound. I didn't see the vehicle that hit her. Wow. My wife had to tell me several months later that lady that you was, I'm the one called 911. True story. That lady gone. She died. Wow. That's how I ended 2018. The point is, is that some people, they only concern about them. Right. I can't stop. True. You mean to tell me, you don't hit nobody. The lady flew from Chestnut almost to, what's that street, to Second. What? That's where she landed. Ain't no way, ain't no kind of damage. Right. You ever hit a deer? There's no way there was no kind of damage to the person's vehicle. So you can't tell me even though visibility might, it might have been an honest mistake. Oh. She stepped out in traffic. That rain was coming down the sheets. But instantly in a millisecond, people start analyzing them, not this person need help. Mm. <laughs> Some are stuck. Mm. And in the middle of stuckness, you actually having sexual relations. Nine months later, a child is coming. You still stuck. Right. You ain't no less stuck, but a child is coming. Mm. Help that child. That child now going to be subject to being in this world where they're supposed to have accountable guardians. Right. But every time they check for their nurturing, mm. 
They see a person that's stuck. So they become stuck by default in the stuckness of the person that come before them, and then you turn on modern lifestyle, and modern lifestyle tells you, yeah, it's normal. There's stuck people all over the world. Just embrace it. it I'm telling you, it didn't have to be. Reform, care, love, and counsel, help, all this kind of forgiveness can change the paradigm and the dynamic of your stuckness. But what we do is go with what the lifestyle says, which is you're fine. Look, that, there's, there's plenty of people. There's one person that's decided to live on their head because there's no law against it. They're scraping their head, balancing, walking on their hands, they feet in the air. And it's like everybody run to protect that person because it's like, are they committing a crime? It don't seem like it's safe. It don't seem like that is psychologically normal. Biologically, we was made to walk on our feet, not our hands. But are they committing a crime? I guess not. Well, then let the forehead walkers walk. Oh, so that's what we're doing now. We're going to have a whole generation. We're going to have a whole neighborhood of people that walk on their hands and on the sole of their head. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Yeah, because they walking with their head to the so it's like they on the sole of their head, not the sole of their feet. Their head is where their feet normally go. They ain't breaking the law. Who made up the rule that we walk on our feet anyway? Mm. And some of us are like, hey, you got a point. I got an open mind. When somebody was like, yeah, man, you know, back in Abraham's day, did they have gender identity? Identity? Did they have pronouns he, her, it, she, them, they? Like, hey, you got a point. It don't change the fact that I got pipe plumbing and y'all got drains. Hey, call it what you want to call it. Pipes, drains, holes, snakes, receptacles, plugs. Are you ever going to just preach the cross? I am preaching the cross. Y'all want to rob the cross of its power. Y'all want to open up a Starbucks on the cross. You said you weren't going to be long. What makes the average individual's relationships enduring is that it's a childlike parental dynamic. Now, and I said all that to say this, Wyatt family, when the proper care is between familial relations, between a parent and a child, y'all tell me, now let's go back to the scripture. What is going to get in the way or come before the dynamic of you and your children? Mm -hmm. I ain't talking about, can we just keep it real? Yes. I ain't talking about, I've been working, all, we done went to all of y'all events. We done bought y'all stuff we couldn't afford. We done fed you. We done spoiled you. Now, I don't want to be interrupted. I don't watch this. I'm just using an example. I'm watching the Housewives of Nantucket. <laughs> and I'm just taking a me moment and now you're trying to act like you remember pastor's message you're not supposed to let stuff come between no mm -hmm. for, for, for the sake of sanity everybody need their moments right. Yeah. right Lord knows everybody in here been a child and children haven't we needed our moment oh, yes. Lord, I'm, look, you ain't going to hell Lord I'm sick of my parents <laughs> you don't think they sick of you right. it's temporary because we're endearing we love you through the sickness. Truly. If you don't go somewhere right now, I swear I'll strangle you. <laughs> but you know what? The reality is, is that you're going to be the person that's going to bring them back to life. Because you can't live without them. Right. Now imagine that your creator is supposed to be in a more endearing position than your children. Mm -hmm. 
Let me tell you and hip you to this. I told y'all I was going to hip y'all moving fast now because I'm going to end this thing. Let me tell you what it is reminding us of of a message two years ago. Of the fact that he is not this benevolent dictator, but he's our father. Yeah. One of the reasons that caused him to move heaven and earth to try to preserve his creation is because he our daddy. Yeah. And daddies don't let nobody screw with their babies. If we had a child to parent dynamic with the creator, we would be having the problem we have with our lifestyle and with this third class citizenship where God is maybe a BFFF. I don't know what the third F is. I'm making it up right now. But he's not quite like if he was our child. I've seen Jeffrey Dahmer's mama take up for him. All right. You may never explain. He ate dudes. Right. Pass the hot sauce. What is that? It's an ankle boiling in a pot. I got their left buttock, a cheek, and their upper bicuspids. Freezing. We're going to make stew next week. That's your baby. And she was like, hey. At the end of the day, I can't justify what he did, but that's my son and I love it. Mm. That's how deep one-on-one, -on -one, first-rate, paramount relationships go. Mm. I'm calling y'all on your hypocrisy today. I'm about to sit down because you act like that the one with the creator yeah. is like that. You know your relationship with the father ain't like with your kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're right. So, I don't have a heaven or hell to put y'all in. Mine haven't always been either. But you got time to fix it because guess who you're going to call on? It ain't going to be the Ghostbusters. Right. When you wake up and right. ain't nothing the way that it seems. Right. Amen. What if you come home? Mm. I'm not talking about death now because I'm not trying to exploit the passing of our brother. But what if you come home and you didn't even pay attention to the timetable of how sick your partners was getting to you? Right. And they just got to the point where you, we don't know one another's last points right. or triggers or whatever like that. They leave you with a note and say, you ought to be grateful I left the note. Ooh. I've had enough. Jesus. Now you're sitting there. I've had to counsel people that have had to try to figure out, okay, I don't even know if this month's rent was paid. They gone. Mm -hmm. I don't even know, you know, if the money is left in the joint account. To be able to get this person's kids food, they gone. Mm. All right, can I use another one before all time runs yes. out? Something happened, you didn't expect it. Now you ain't walking on all twos. Mm -hmm. Praying the other day. Enemy was like, go back in the anxiety. I'm like, no, I understand it. I'm free. I, I know how to handle stress. And sometimes it still comes on me real heavy. And I know how to, but it's like my hands, Whitney, was bothering me. I was like, one of the reasons why I'm prospering and so prosperous in the last several years, I use my hands. Something right. happened, and I know I got carpal tunnel in both of them. What if it's the most high will, time to shut the hands down? Now I'm back to being pedestrian because I don't go easily within my schedule and go do these things that bring in all of this that's above what I need. Maybe you need to be in tune with what his will is because today you've been empowered with something real powerful. Thank Y'all may not like it. Some of y'all did not like it. Mm. I didn't like it when I initially. Man, I, I was going to be a, a hybrid between John Key, Mike, Marvin Wine, and Stevie Wonder, and Kirk Franklin. You. you keep adding names, Pastor. <laughs> I was going to be something like in something the midst like of all of that. That was none of his plan. I had to stop crying eventually because he didn't care. 
still mess my family up. My son is at work today. He might be watching on the live. So he gonna laugh where he's at at, at work. Mm. Because and my one my one good colleague, you know what I'm saying, used to laugh at this. He was I was I was telling him a serious testimony. He said, What? Well, it's to watch the Stella Awards because I know most of the right. people on the awards right. and have worked with so many of them. Since Wanaka, I just break down. I'd have to get up. My family like, what's wrong with daddy? Because I'm like, I should have been there. I should be there. Have you bothered to ask the, the Lord what his will is? Because you can be so sick of him and yourself asking for stuff that he's never going to give you because it's not his will. He don't care what you want at all, at all. He, why would he care? Y'all making me reteach the message. That seems cruel. I'm sorry that y'all are part of a denomination that teaches wrong. He wants what he wants for you. He, and I'm not saying he ain't. He don't care about you at all. He cares about what he cares about for you. Y'all wasting your time. I'm going to be this. You're not going to get help from your third class lifestyle citizen with it. You know what? Some of y'all, you're not lonely. You're just alone. Because you're supposed to be. Companionship is going to get in the way of what he wants you to do for him. Everybody ain't meant to have orgasms till they're 80. Mm. <laughs> Girl, you still got it, everybody. That ain't, that ain't his will for everybody. I'm sorry if that was just too graphic for some of y'all. It ain't in his will for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So what we try to do is we try to love the Lord mad. Mm. <laughs> now you in here. You right. Love him mad because I'm trying to love him, but he won't give me what I want. And it's like he being ignorant on this one subject. So you tasked this week with singing I'm free. <laughs> oh, how did that look? I'm free. Praise the Lord. I'm free. No longer bound. Some of the stuff that y'all y'all got greater discernment than what you think. That's a that's an international classic gospel hit, but I I think somebody was mad singing. Was in the back of your head. I'm gonna sing this song, but you and I both know I'm not free. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to encourage your people despite the fact that I've been asking you for 12 years for this. What if he was right there laying next to you? And y'all was communing in the morning. And he's the first face that you're looking at metaphorically. You can be like, most high, what we doing today? You singularly going to do my will, but know that you don't need nothing else because I got you. Mm -hmm. You mean I can't? No, don't worry about it. I got something greater. Okay, Lord. But because he a play cousin that you only you know, see at the five-year family reunions. Lord, done changed his number. Y'all don't even know. Mm. You see him, you get into a fight. Y'all seen Tyler Perry's movie? Mm. <laughs> Devil want to say Shirley Chisholm was in it. <laughs> Some of y'all don't know enough about your black history to even know what I'm talking about. But it's like Cicely Tyson today. You know, she was like the great grandmother or whatever, like the patriarch. You know what I'm saying? And the folks was fighting. And the mama had to come out and, and they had to start moaning and singing Negro spirituals. So what has happened to the family? Well, you soon as you see the Lord, you swing on them in the 10-year reunion. Mm. I've been trying to call you for a decade. Mm. Had to go through this bout of cancer and like you didn't even hear me. Lord said, I changed my, I changed my number several times. Mm. I tried to get in, 
I used to live there. You would have been involved in the number changes. Mm. But, you know, you wanted to call me because it was convenient on that old number. So it's like, you know, you ain't had a number. I updated the number. We used to be close. Hey, if I don't get to the end of this outline, 1206, okay, here we go. All right, the most interesting thing about this is that the perfect example to view is that the creator feels this way about his creation. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He loved us that he sacrificed his perfect child to help, and it's not unprecedented, Jalen, because it's in scripture. The parable leading to that, the prodigal son. I'm going to sacrifice what's healthy to reel back in what's unhealthy. But you know what he can do? He can cooperate with something that you are hell fixed on keeping unhealthy. If your healing, I told y'all before, means that you gotta just not forgive, but have the love of the Lord for people who've done you wrong, guess what? You don't ever have to cooperate in your own flesh, mm -hmm. but you're never going to get him to get on board with you maintaining your angst for what you have it for. Yes. Thank you, Lord. He can't help you with that. Thank you, Jesus. I, I want to, you know, it might have been somebody that might, let me tell you how bad things are around here. I'm not trying to make myself self-important, mm -hmm. but there, there, are, there have been people, at least in the past, mm -hmm. It's, time is moving, Davis, and I ain't the only one. So some of y'all be like, hey, man, Pastor, I'm praying for you. And some of y'all fall in the category, too, because mm -hmm. y'all stayed around us. Oh, Him and them niggas. <laughs> Who would have thought that the kind outreach in Davis is his niggas? <laughs> Somebody might have analyzed. It don't take long. Right. Oh, here's one thing that was very encouraging I want to say. That man, Chris, was letting a lot of people know I'm over here uh, fellowshipping and Bible study with Pastor Man and Exactly True. Uh -huh. I had at least three people walk up to me yesterday and say, yeah, my, the last time I saw him was I saw him after he said he had just left y'all in Bible study. Bible. Mm -hmm. That did my heart some good. Because some of y'all, y'all know y'all go home and y'all put a chastity belt on wow. y'all mouth regarding the ministry and the message. I ain't telling nobody. This man crazy. Why y'all here? Wow. <laughs> He's not going to help you. Um, I can't help you. He can't help you maintain your angst. That's the point I was going to make. There might have been somebody that that made the calculation that I might run into one of the old people I fellowship with in church. I'm not going to the funeral. I know people who have done it. I've caught people walking down another aisle or across the street. I hope you don't see it. I hope you don't see it. And it's come to me to do it as well. Mm -hmm. and, and I've had too much pride mm -hmm. in my humanity not to do it. Mm -hmm. I've encountered people, I mean, they did everything they could try to hurt my daddy. Right. Mm -hmm. And I walked right up to them and said, hey, how you doing? <laughs> because I just, I got to, it wasn't even God. It wasn't even the Holy Ghost, Auntie Maggie. It wasn't even the Holy Ghost. It was just me saying that I'm not going to let another human have that much control over me. Amen. I am not going to go around three city blocks to avoid this person when I can just go right up the street and go where I got to go at the same time. But it wasn't, it wasn't easy. Because everything in me wanted to, because it wasn't that I was afraid of them. It's like, I'm, I'm afraid of what I might say. 
He's not going to help you with that. He's not going to help you avoid pain and bitterness and stuff like that. He don't get on board for stuff like that. He's not that kind of friend. Okay, so y'all get it? John 3.16. Um, for the most high so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, you know, that whosoever will believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Ephesians 5 and 25 uh, is husbands love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. His feeling about us and what he's willing to do for us, you got to ask yourself, is your feeling the same? That's all I'm saying today. Okay, let's move on. Finally, why has how Satan attacked the classical family dynamic so vigorously throughout time? It is our visual model of an example of how the Most High uses children. Destroy familial bonds and it helps to blur our view of godly priority. That's why your families and your natural relationships have come up under such attack. Because if we no longer hold them with the regard that we hold them, do anything for our children, lay down our lives for their well-being, then that's going to skew how you see the Savior. Because the family is the model of how he feels about his creator. He put everything at risk to save this thing that he created. Look at what he did. Similar thing to Christ. He picked out a set of people to help to save everybody else. And guess what everybody else did? Guess what the Gentiles have done to the people that he picked? They've been spending the whole rest of the time trying to destroy them. So, I'm sitting down. Um, you've got the opportunity now to deal with this thing on another plane because it's the one interval that we're grappling with that we take focus off of almost every day that is dangerous to do and that's time because you don't know how much you have left. You don't know how much you have left. Um, man we need him we need him more than what we're using him he don't even need us scripture says our righteousness is as filthy rags he doesn't even need us and he wants us so let me close with this I mentioned this last week I make it through a lot of stuff that a lot of even you all who I believe love and support me I'm not ignorant. There's a reason why y'all come back, even if some things are tough to hear. But it's not about me. If you aim it for me, you aim it too low. Here's the problem. I actually have a life. This ain't braggadocious because this is how we should all be. This ain't me saying I'm better than you. But I had to look around and see, how did I get to a place where some of y'all knew? I was thinking about New Day the other day in some of our conversations in the past. And uh, certain believers that have cleaved close to their shepherd. No funny business, just like feel like that they see me where other people, you know, y'all might feel like that other people don't see with the God that's supposed to see. So to make a long story short, y'all see me in places of frustration. Some of y'all have uh, uh, prayed, tried to offer counsel, but y'all got to admit, I ain't the same person y'all knew a decade ago, 20 years ago. Hi. And you know what? I'm still telling the truth, so it's not like I'm satisfied. You know, you get to a point where you're like, hey, hey, man, 
The checks is coming in. I'm good. This is the weapons of this warfare are not carnal. How did you get to a place of peace? And you know what? India, Sister Wanaka, Jay Sims, I came to a place where I realized I had to recognize I actually have a life with him. In that life, now I'm going to make this real simple and I'm going to sit down. In that life, we have good times. We have bad times. But I actually share a life with, I don't invite God to Disney. He's there all the time. You know, I'm frustrated when I'm in pain and he's right there watching me in pain. I'm grateful when I ain't got a pain to think of. And I'm like, wow, this is a better day than it was the day that I was in pain. Right. He's there through it all. You, posing in pictures. Thank you, Lord. You know, laughing and celebrating at parties, crying at funerals. Right. I have a life with him. I feel emotional almost right now. Yeah, yeah. Because it ain't contingent upon where I fellowship. It don't matter which one of y'all can make it and who can't make it that week. I got a life with the Savior. It ain't based upon whether I'm getting my way all of the time. Still got a life with him when it seems like I'm being ignored and I'm not getting answers to stuff that I've been asking over and over again. When I wish the Holy Spirit would go away and don't leave me. When I don't want to be bothered sometimes. And then it's right there. Not always when I want him exactly, but when I need him right on time. When... It knows better than me what I need. I still love him when it seems like that the ministry has failed and I'm not effective. Still love him when y'all hard hit. Still love him when y'all like, huh, I didn't quite get that. Still love him when people, you know, should be paying attention, got every opportunity to hear stuff. Still love him when people come to me when I've said some things three, four, fifteen, a hundred times. And the one hundred and fifty time they go through the very thing they didn't have to, and they come back and say, and when they come back, they still don't even recognize that they heard it 150 times. Mm. I have a life with the Creator. That's what the Creator wants. The Creator don't want you to belong to a church. The Creator don't want you to belong to an auxiliary. The Creator don't want you to activate it only when the gift card is effective and then when the amount run out, you don't renew it. Right. When it ain't fun... A lot of times, God, or the Most High, whatever y'all want to call him, is not fun. Mm -hmm. And then when it is fun, a lot of times, y'all just reduce him to a thanks. Mm -hmm. He was good. Mm -hmm. Didn't even have to have all of that much involved in whatever you're looking at. Mm -hmm. Because if it's not his will for you, then it's not, then he's not in it. Mm -hmm. Work on getting a life. Jesus. That's what's real. Give up the lifestyle. The lifestyle going to change in two to five years. The lifestyle going to change in ten years when the next generation comes into power. You won't, listen, our children don't even recognize the most high that we was introduced to. That's a lifestyle. Oh, he's okay with me doing this. He's okay. He, he no longer cares uh, if I break half of the laws. Because, hey, this is what's popular online. Who cares what's popular or not? What type of life are you living with? Do you know that it don't matter what the neighbors think? What kind of life are you living with the Creator? What's going on inside of your house? 
It's a terrible thing when you let the gossip of the neighborhood affect what's going on in the house and they don't even live there. Wow. Get a life. 